So what will the weekend forecast look like? What does Halloween look like? Anthony Farnell is Global News Chief Meteorologist, and he shares that information with us. And we go straight to the meat and potatoes of it, Halloween, and that evening and that late afternoon, what's it going to be like? And that could change before Monday, but let's have a listen to what he says. This is Halloween weekend in essence. Monday night, October 31st, is uh, the night for trick-or-treating, but I don't doubt there will be parties, especially tomorrow night. Halloween, more for the adults maybe, but there will be some kid teenager parties, etc., etc. So let's cut right to the chase, the meat and potatoes of it. How will the evening of uh, October 31st look? And then we'll double back and uh, take backward steps back to the weekend. Joining us to help us do that, as he does every Friday, Global News Chief Meteorologist, Anthony Farnell, how does Monday night look? Well, uh, it's not going to be the worst. You know, it, it's mild <laughs> for Monday. We're going to see even at uh, evening time when the kids uh, step out the door, it's still 11, 12 degrees. Uh, there will, however, be some showers around. And that, I guess, is the downside. Uh, there's a bit of rain on the way on Monday. But don't be discouraged because these are very light sprinkles, light showers, no downpours. Uh, you're not going to just see this deluge uh, during trick-or-treat time. So th there is some good news for, for the start of next week. I think we're all shaking off the last uh, pandemic, pre-pandemic pre Halloween, which was 2019. <laughs> and I looked up the numbers. We had about you know 14 millimeters of rain. It, was, it felt like it was rain and wind sideways. I know I had to replace some shingles off my own roof. So nothing like that three years later. No. Nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, this this won't be a smook, a spooky weather forecast. Uh, I mean, the only downside is that the days before and the days after just look incredible. And, and I just kind of wish that it was that way for Monday. But but yeah, this is a, a weakening system coming up from the southern United States. So just that chance of showers starting Monday morning. I know a lot of kids dress up to go to school that day as well. Uh, so on and off showers. And, and you know what? I think there's going to be a lot of us that, that don't even really get any rain um, as you go out. Chris, uh, I'm already saying Christmas, Halloween uh, evening. Another great weekend, though, on the way. And today uh, branches into that. And if you can start your weekend early, um, you'll get to experience a good chunk of it as well. And tomorrow, that, that sort of sandwich day, if you're taking some of today off, looks amazing. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, once again, temperatures back into the teens. We're so used to this now because mm -hmm. it's been this great stretch of weather, Greg. But uh, it is unusual that we're seeing these mild conditions now almost into November. Uh, and I think Sunday's still warm, even with a bit more clouds around. But if I had to pick a pick a day, I, I would pick Saturday to get out there and enjoy because it's just going to be one of those bluebird days that, that we've seen. And, and it's just so nice with whatever colors left in the trees. Awesome. Tons of sunshine, mild temperatures. Anthony Farnell is showing his Global News Chief Meteorologist. So first week in November looks good as well. I mean, I'm seeing temperatures on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday that are they're not they're not 20 degrees. But tell us, tell our audience they're they're pushing in that direction, aren't they? They're pushing in that direction, and this may last right up until the following weekend. So the the following Saturday, uh, maybe. 18 19 degrees in some locations so yeah this is a uh, the november version of of what we just had in late october but we have to remember that we're losing about two and a half minutes of daylight every mm -hmm. day uh the normal highs go down every three days by about a degree or so 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 there there you're not going to be seeing 20s even into december 
but it is still just a, a beautiful stretch of weather that I, I think we should all embrace considering uh we know what we know what's ahead in in the following months you've tweeted about this i don't know if you're staying by the way now that elon musk is the owner i think you and i have to really um you know have a long hard hard interior (laughs) interior conversation (laughs) with ourselves but your twitter is awesome for weather and you were documenting um how warm it is in montreal why is it so hot in montreal right now yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, Ottawa, Montreal, uh, the Maritimes, the closer you get to the East Coast, to, to the Atlantic is really the, the story. Uh, these temperatures have rebounded incredibly since that hurricane. Hurricane Ian uh, stirred everything up, and, and that's what these storms do. They cool the ocean waters down temporarily, but now those temperatures have warmed right back up. And basically, it creates this this artificial high, this big ridge of high pressure that that's almost like a Bermuda high, where it pumps up a lot of humidity. Even the Humidex was up at thirty in Montreal, uh, so this is something that that is going to eventually break down. But for now, it's it's a feedback from the really warm waters off the coast. Uh, what happens as the jet stream changes, though, Greg, later in November and December, you start to get these cold air masses that that almost attack the warm water and they get fed into it. So this this setup now is going to be very different as we get towards early winter and, and I think an early onset of, of cold and snow. I know you also, um, this is critical uh, information as well about climate change, but you spotted this and I wanted to, to share, share it with our audience too. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Hi, Anthony. You still there? I am. Are you here? I'm here. Yeah. Okay. All right. We had a little a little disconnect there. You know, we're back on track. Um, Where did I lose you? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween cut. No, go through everything again. And uh, let's just replay. No, no. Uh, we got it. We got it all with the jet stream. I wanted to ask about uh, climate change with the IEA. Tell, uh, telling uh, you know everybody that uh, energy emissions might actually peak in the next few years. That'd be surprising news to some, wouldn't it? Yeah, considering even the IEA a couple of years ago at the beginning of the pandemic said that there was no indefinite end in sight to our increased emissions and our need for for these fossil fuels. So, uh, I mean, it's, it, the reasons aren't the best. The fact that there's this Russia-Ukraine war and that energy costs have, have skyrocketed. But Sometimes humanity needs this push to, to switch to more renewables. And it looks like that's what we're seeing, not just here in Canada, but but around the entire globe. So, uh, yeah, if you get a peak in fossil fuels uh, or even a plateau in 2025, that, that's actually something to celebrate because um, <laughs> it wasn't in the cards mm. a couple of years ago. Uh, it's obviously not going to solve our, our climate problems, but it, it's finally some some good news. And I've actually read in the New York Times, a couple other stories where it's maybe less doom and gloom and, and more uh, the silver yeah. lining that we're, we're actually starting to make make some headway. That's a good news. Uh, good news on a Friday. Hey, Anthony, have a great weekend. We'll check in with you Monday morning of Halloween. Um, we'll find out more about Storm's costume. I don't want to bury the lead, um, but thanks so much for this yeah. today. All right. Thanks. Have a good weekend. There's Anthony Farnell joining us.